Last time on Rogue Roleplay. Anamik is gonna come after the disco stick. Uh, Tara tucks it behind her back. Who's who's trying to frame Anamik? What do you mean frame? Well, I mean, who's pretending to be her to make us think that she's trying to hurt us? Anamik isn't just trying to hurt you guys. She was trying to watch God's clash. What do you mean? I know you want her to be good and on your side. But she's not on our side. What's our next move? The next step, she's trying to take out a god who lives on this world. Hey, yo! Do you have a ship? <laughs> what? Do you have a ship? Yes, I've got a ship. If you need a ship, you're going to have to get my ship for me. My ship's been stranded. My first mate steered it into a monster lair. And if you can get me... My ship back. I'll take you where you need to go. Welcome. To Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I don't have anything funny to say today. <laughs> um, I'm Katie. I play Jet, and um, this is the second time that coronavirus has ruined a Valentine's Day for me. So. <laughs> My name is Brandon. I play Tara Deck, and I'm here to say that you don't need coronavirus virus. Y'all, yikes. To ruin your Valentine's Day. Ruin your own damn Valentine's Day. (laughs) Be your own saboteur. Hi, I'm Tisha, and I can't use coronavirus as an excuse as to why my Valentine's Days are ruined. Same. (laughs) See, look, take take the advice. Be your own saboteur. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty good at Oh, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve. And... I'm sick of Joey J thinking they're making a statement by not wearing a wig. Wear a goddamn wig. You're not special. I, okay. You are correct. <laughs> I feel it. Do you know how hard it is to style a wig? I, I, I understand. I know it's extremely hard to, to style a wig, but... Then style your hair differently. It can't be you. the same look every time. Don't just put the same powder dye in it. You know, don't wear a bandana. Split it down the middle. Be Nick Carter. I don't care. Something else. I just don't agree with it. And also wow. remember that, like, you're in a, you know, international competition to win $100,000. The least you can do is have some wigs preset. It don't even got to match sometimes. Just put the wig on. Just do something. <laughs> what do you think she's going to use that money for? She needs to buy pre-styled wigs. She- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm out. We have a question today. And our question today is... What movie do you wish you could have seen in theaters? Like, you know that the experience of the movie would have been bomb as fuck in a theater. I have an excellent answer. Yes. I wish that I could have watched in, like, IMAX 3D. And as someone with glasses, saying that I want to watch something in 3D (laughs) is a commitment. Because they never fit right. I'm always just a little headachey afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so seen. I could have seen Into the Spider-Verse in in IMAX 3D. It was such an amazing movie. I'm so sad I didn't even get to see it on, like, the big screen. I feel like it would have been such a fantastic movie to be, like, immersed in. 
I think that would have been amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm honestly kind of surprised that it wasn't like a 3D movie thing. It probably was. I just didn't go to see it in theaters. Like, I've watched fucking the third Star Trek movie three times in theaters in 3D. And I haven't watched that movie once in 3D. So obviously there's something unbalanced (laughs) in my life. I fell asleep in the third movie. Like that's like the third time I watched it. I fell asleep. That's how over Star Trek I was. (laughs) Then why did you go see it a third time? Right. I don't know. I went, it was like a bunch of different family members or something. And I just, everyone just ended up going watching Star Trek. They were fighting in the city on the spaceship and I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if if I could have seen any movie, um, I was torn between two, but I think I'm finally settling on The Fifth Element. I wish I could have seen that movie in theaters. Uh, just to hear Chris Tucker scream in overtones alone. Like, I, <laughs> I just want, I wanted that experience for myself. Or like the Diva Plava Laguna. Like, can you imagine like a whole bunch of gays in the theater, like, and they're all doing the dance? Like... <laughs> You know, like, who did it better? You know, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely The Fifth Element. Oh, I love that movie so much. That's a really good one, actually. I didn't even think about The Fifth yeah. Element. I think mine would be Avatar. I just would have loved to see it on such a big screen. The, 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 blue, the blue people one? one? Yes, the blue people one. Okay. Okay. And I, I plan on seeing the second one because it comes out this year. Right. I think it comes out late this year, but I'm definitely going to be in a theater for that. Wow. I'll rent out a whole theater for that. I don't give a shit. I want to see that. There is a TikTok, and the TikTok was like, does anyone actually remember the storyline of Avatar? And no one, like, they were asking random people on the street, and no one was like, yeah, I've seen it. I just don't remember what it was about. All I know is that... (laughs) What? It's Blue Fern Gully. Uh, It was a lot like Fern Gully. That's true. (laughs) Fern Gully was... I changed my answer. My answer is Fern Gully. I wish you'd have seen it. My answer is Fern Gully. Shit. (laughs) My answer is Fern Gully as well. Wait, if your answer is Fern Gully and my answer is Fern Gully, then who's flying the plane? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Realizing now, too, you know, knowing that half of our audience is under 24 years of age, they have no idea what movie we're talking about. I'm literally just Googling it right now. (laughs) It's like Avatar, but with a bat. Yeah, and then oh. whenever they're like chopping down the the the, the gas, the Katie. smoke monster. That yeah, was you like, fucking vegan. Yeah. You have know to that. watch Fern Gully. You have to. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. They're like putting X's on trees and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like, mm-hmm. like yes. destroying yes. the forest, and they do that really awful dance, and <laughs> that um, that smoke monster, the main bad guy, is like queer gold, like just queer gold. So that's it. I, something about it was really gay, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Yes, it was. But sm- I feel like that movie contributed to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that smoke monster was literally Ursula. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm seeing the chin on that smoke monster. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brandon? What, what would you like to see? Mine's a mine's a toss up because I don't remember. Um, I there's definitely an answer to this, a movie that I want to see in theaters because I did go and see it in theaters. Except I went with a cute boy and we sat in the back of the theater and he gave me a hand job in the back of the theater, so I didn't actually see the movie and I don't remember what movie it was. And I'd like to see that one again. <laughs> Redo. <laughs> yeah, <but> I, 
I can't even remember what movie it was. <laughs> Whatever movie comes with a hand job, that's the yeah, one I want to see. Right. Put on your 3D glasses. It was like the second Twilight movie. <laughs> so, uh, Brand is a little side piece. If you're hearing this, please remind Brandon what movie it was. If you oh, could. I should text him. I still have his number. Oh, excuse me. Hey, uh, I don't want to like meet again, but do you remember that movie from... <laughs> <laughs> Watch it's gonna be like the Transporter Three. <laughs> God, one of the Taken movies. <laughs> oh my God! I was going to say Taken for mine. Really? Oh, you poor thing. Well, it was. I couldn't think of any movies, and I was just like, "Well, what movies do I enjoy?" Mm-hmm. And I did, I really love Liam Neeson's voice. So it was him or David Attenborough and just like imagining their voices in, you know, Dolby surround sound or whatever it's called. Oh, Attack on Titan. It was the Attack on Titan new season episode release from like, sorry. Yeah, I got a hand job during an Attack on Titan release. Fucking furry. (laughs) You literally got a hand job at the Attack on Titan. Yeah, it's like the perfect... Titans are so romantic. Skinned monsters just eating people alive, and you're like, "Mm." well, I wasn't gonna get a blowjob. I don't want those teeth are terrifying. Seeing like super, (laughs) seeing like super sassy, you know, androgynous kind of like very femme, you know, Titans killing and eating humans does not put me in the mood to have a (laughs) hand. I just, I don't think that we're on the same wavelength. That's because you're a furry. That's why. Okay. Are they? Were you a? Were you just a baby gay? Me. Man, that movie came yeah. out like two years ago. He was no baby. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't oh. even a movie. It was like the season four episode release. It was like a year ago, two years ago. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tisha. Who is David Attenborough? He he does like the naturey movies. He's the voice on them. He's like, like a British old... David Suzuki. Yeah, he just has a really nice narrative voice. He does. And He's he, got a really good voice. Yeah, I just yeah they just uh, a up. life on our planet probably that movie if it wasn't taken because i feel embarrassed by saying taken now for some but reason. only the first taken is good that's what i'm saying that's what i meant to say yeah yeah uh, like the first one was like a uh, box office box office hit and they were like let's ride this train until it dies until liam neeson dies like <laughs> i i did hear that liam neeson said or did some very problematic stuff Oh, probably. Uh, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. That's he very on trend for guy. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good answers. So we should get into our next episode. We're going to pick up right where we left off. You were just talking to an old man in a bar to procure his ship. But first, you got to go fight some monsters. And uh, just due to the subject nature of the various businesses on this, like, island, uh, these aren't hot monsters, are they? <laughs> oh, no. Is this a party boat? No, no. They had tentacles and Uh-oh. big sharp teeth. <laughs> Not even sure it had eyes. <laughs> it encaptured my first mate, and my first mate is now just there, sleeping under the water. Sleeping <laughs> under the water. I still am not getting a yes or no, not hot. <laughs> yes or vibe. <laughs> well, it's not my type, but you do you. Uh, in terms of fish people, does it or does it not have like a cup size? Fuck. Cup size? Fish titties? It's, this fish person has D-size breasts? 
Well, if you call it, it's got a lot of tails. I don't know about breasts. They could be long breasts. <laughs> I didn't look for nipples. Okay. <laughs> uh, shall we set off, everyone? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Maybe we can get some some uh, buckets to go. Uh, you know, if you if you do like you know, let us take the buckets with us, or do you have to have those back? Oh, the buckets. Yeah, if you want some buckets, do you? You just carry around buckets? I see you have buckets. I have exactly two buckets. Um, you can never have too many, though. They do stack inside each other, so they don't take up too much room. That's true. That's how I store them, too. It makes buckets very useful and practical to stack. <laughs> sure, keep your pickle bucket shot. Your bucket pickle shot. Thank sure. you. It's like a souvenir cup. Would I you like a straw to go? Yes, actually. Okay, he will hand you a straw, but he won't actually blow with it. Don't worry. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. I do feel like I've addressed this before, but I, I don't think most establishments use buckets as like a, like a drinking tool. Mostly they're for like mopping. That's okay. I mean, mopping, you use clean water, right? No. No. No? You, you mop your floors with dirty water? That's fucking no, weird. No, I don't change the water. I mean, it's only clean the first time you put it on the floor. Don't see the point in changing the water. But there's it's soap in up. it. But there is soap in it. What is soap? Clean. <laughs> the soap's just soap bubbly dirt, if you think about it. Oh, I do blow bubbles in the water before I mop. Yeah. I hate this world. Oh, it's carbonated carbonated mopping. I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah. If you add carbon to water, then it makes it cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Benny does take the bucket anyway. Um, she does not want to drink anymore, so she... Uh, slyly dumps out the pickle shot as she's walking, but she just wanted the bucket. Okay. <laughs> Did you do that in front of him? She feigns drunkness as she's walking, so like the pickle shot sloshes out slowly. That's good. Great. We on our way. Ready yeah. to go. <laughs> okay. You can exit the dildon bar. Mm. And make your way in whatever direction you so choose to in order to find the ship. We're all fully rested. We've had a couple shots. Yeah. I think we're good to go. Would anyone say that they're inebriated right now? I would say Jet's inebriated. Roll me a D6 then. Not row. Four. Okay. So basically I'm just having you roll your like level of drunk for me. So that way I can. Oh no. You have to take off your heels and now you're crying on the floor. Uh. <laughs> so we'll uh. say that you're drunk enough that you're going to be taking disadvantage on any dexterity based checks or saving throws. Okay. But you get advantage on strength checks and saving throws. Because I feel like Jet would have drunk muscle. Oh, yeah, baby. So disadvantage on dex, but advantage on strength. There we go. Okay, That's your drunken state. I feel like this is subjective to the character, but is, is Jet like a better talker when they're drunk or a much worse? <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes If I panic and forget how to talk Then she'll get worse Okay <laughs> You make your way out of the dill don't And start trekking towards the ship So as you're getting closer and closer to it The terrain becomes more slimy and wet Your feet are starting to be like in the water as well It's just very marshy territory Or at least like it seems like it's near sea level um, you can see a ship in the distance, uh, and give me a perception check, and I'll tell you what you see. Perception. Disgrace. Oof. 
Yeah, second three in a row. I'm putting this die away. <laughs> Yikes. I got a one. Wow. Uh, I got a 24. That is much better. Eve can see through this thing. Like, x-ray vision. <laughs> yes. Benny got an 11 uh, so, if it matters. Okay. Um, then Benny can at least see the ship. I feel like Jet and Tara are just like, it's wet. Yeah. Like. Tara's paying attention to her <laughs> heels sinking into the mud. Oh, those poor kitten heels. Uh, but Eve, you can see that there is a ship there. There's a large being that is swimming around the ship. There is a ship. It's basically, it's in the water right now. Yeah. So there's a ship that's basically up against the coast and there's something swimming underneath the ship. How large Oof. are we talking? Like whale large? Uh, it's about 15 feet in length. Somewhere between 10 and 15 feet. Yeah. So not like an abolith. It's not gargantuan. It's a large creature. So what we're going to do is I'm going to tell them, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> it seems that we have found the culprit uh, who is uh, holding on to this ship that we need to get to uh, Edis. It's a rather large creature. Is it holding on to the ship? Uh, I, is it, it's let me, kind uh, of swimming. Chris? It's just kind of like swimming. swimming nearby. It, yes, it's, it's just swimming to and fro. Oh, why don't we just uh, get on the ship and just try to drive it away? I maybe we can devise a plan. Maybe someone can be the bait. And as I say that, I look at Jet. <laughs> Jet is gonna kind of like yell. Has anyone noticed if like the monster is hot? <laughs> <laughs> From where you're standing, Eve, you would say no, probably. Uh, no, the monster does not look hot, just frightening. Yes, frightening is a, a much better uh, adjective. Not like frightening in a hot way. No, no, you horny bastard. Not frightening in a hot way. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to flex and be like, ugh, the monster isn't, like, horny. I guess I will have to be uh, a sacrifice. It's fine. Um, so and she's gonna start stripping. Oh no, she's drunk, honey. Keep your clothes on. <laughs> for 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 uh, Katie's benefit, I hope that by the time this episode airs, we're out of quarantine. Everybody's gotten the, the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I say, oh yes, I think that if we, um, or I guess we could just fight it. Does anyone talk to animals? Uh, I, I can cast Comprehend Languages. I, it, it might speak a language. Is it an animal? Do we know what this is? It is a beast. And it is swimming in the water. And I actually, you know what? I'm going to just walk up to it. This is Eve's solution to everything. Cool, we can do that too. Can I do that? Yeah, you want to start walking up to the ship? Yeah, and then, um, but like... Clearly in a non-threatening manner, because I just want to see if it's like, even like, what if it also wants to put us on a quest? Benny has Beast Bond. Oh. What does Beast Bond do? Is it a beast or an aberration? Uh, it is an aberration. Oh, okay. Not a beast. All right. Bond. Okay, beast medicating bond. aberration sea monsters, 5e. <laughs> you already know what it is. You already said it. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's an avalanche. 
Uh-uh. <gasps> then we can't talk to this thing. <laughs> you guys wanted to fight. Let's fight. Abolith. Uh. I'm looking it up. Uh, I know exactly <laughs> what an abolith is. It's my goddess in my campaign that I'm making. Gross. Yeah. Abolith god. Or beyond a grande. Is it like a... They're not oh, Okay, so then it's like a... It's like a BB abolith then. It says it's a large aberration. Large in D&D is like 10 to 15 feet, I think. Uh, I think large is 10, huge is 15. You are oh, correct, okay. yes. Because I thought that aboliths were like whale size. Well, it's the size of a 10-foot whale. Okay. <laughs> I guess I just I said I said okay so nonchalantly like yeah that makes oh, sense. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um so then I say friends it seems that we need to destroy this monster uh, to, uh so that we can procure the ship. Oh fuck. They have telepathy. Sorry, I'm metagaming. Yeah, they can talk to you. Okay. Oh, does Jet know this? I don't think any of us know that. I mean, unless you like history check or nature check or something. Yeah, if you guys want to roll, I can tell you what you're already looking up. Okay. What? To be fair, I haven't looked Chris, it up. Chris is pressed. I mean, Eve is already <laughs> approaching it, right? Uh, I rolled a 15. I want to speak to it. Okay. So I, I walk up to the waters and I say, hello? Is anyone there? Um, so it can communicate telepathically. It will stop swimming and lift its eyes just above the water, which I believe its eyes are stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Like there's three eyes, one, two, three on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Gross. Uh, yeah, so it peeks its eyes out and will telepathically, tel- telepathically speak to you. What did you yell to the, uh, to the beast? Beast? Uh, uh hello there. Uh, how are what are you doing around these parts, Abby Poo? So it'll peek its three eyes up above the water, stare at you, and say, This is my lair. Since you have now communicated telepathically with this thing, the Abolith now knows your greatest desire, Eve. What is your greatest desire? My greatest desire is to take the place of Yonsei. Ooh. Oh, you wow. want to dethrone your God goddess? Complex. Okay. I okay. can see that. Uh, great, the Abolith now knows that. Why are, why are you here? Well, Abby Poo, uh, you have something that uh, ha- hath come upon your lair uh, by some individuals who were unaware that they were breaching upon your lair. You see this ship, they would really like it back. And I would be willing to strike a bargain with you or, or maybe help you in a manner so that we can have this ship back and be on our way to once again travel the world and not infringe upon your uh, safe spaces. Uh, you hear back in your head, I will trade you this ship for a hug. Do it. Perfect timing. If I'm not mistaken, Abby Pooh. <laughs> If I were to get close to you, and do, uh, there is a miasma around you, if I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a mucus There's cloud. A... <laughs> no, just it's a really long hug. That's all. A long hug forever. Do you understand that if you do that, I would not be able to procure the ship and once again travel with my comrades? Sounds like a fair deal to me. 
I would like to not die, Mr. Abby Poole. You won't die. Abby, is there any other way that we can procure this ship uh, and give you uh, a different favor? Come hug this slimy body. Um, <laughs> I would just like to hop in Jet. Um, she can tell that Eve is communicating telepathically, even if she doesn't know that they are telepathic, the beast. And she's going to start thinking as hard as possible. Just, just the best horny images she can think of involving a creature of this size. Like, <laughs> distraction. <laughs> why, why are you making it a horny creature? <laughs> <laughs> Look at those tentacles. Just is, okay. Ah. Let's go with it. I'm here for it. Thinking. Are you trying to, like, distract the ableth or yourself? The abolith. Okay. I also heard the word hug. <laughs> gotcha. So you're like, let's get horny, baby. Let's get horny, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the abolith again and I say, abolith, um, what happens after I give you this mm, hug? Then you can stay with me, just like this guy. And you can see there's a person also swimming underwater. How much do you think that boat weighs? Like a thousand How much does pounds. The ship weigh? How much do you think it weighs? Like like maybe a thousand pounds. I think a ship weighs more than a thousand pounds. Like maybe less than a thousand pounds. How much does a I ship think weigh? Even a lightweight ship is it's way more than that. A thousand pounds? Oh um, yeah. Is the person that's <laughs> swimming with the abolith are they alive still? Yeah. I mean they're swimming. So you would assume they are alive, yes. I want to save that person. Uh, the ship is definitely more than a thousand pounds, by the way. Just looked up. I'm like, I'm like, what does a thousand pound ship look like? It's like a thousand Not kilograms. This. Does that count? This is bullshit. I see what you did there. Um, I look at Abby Poo and I say, Abilith, I, I will strike my own bargain with you. If you do not give me a different way to serve you um, that does not require me to stay by your side like that poor individual over there, then I will destroy you. Well, your friend seems to want a hug. I'll take a hug from anyone. He can now feel your horny thoughts, Jet. Oh, yeah, baby. I think Tara's also receiving the horny fish thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> the Abelith takes one of its tails and just sticks it in its mouth and removes it slowly. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it went real deep down its throat. <laughs> Does Benny see the dude swimming under the water? I mean, if Evil pointed out to you, you can see it. You're, yeah, there's a person swimming. Go ahead. What do you want to do with it? Um, it, it can can I tell if the person is alive? I mean, they're swimming. What? what? They're swimming. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If I see movement, so if Benny sees movement, uh, she's going to want to immediately rescue them. So Benny dives into the water. Um, and tries to free... You can't go near the abolith. Why? Because the abolith has a mucus cloud that if you go too close to it, it will poison you. Okay, so Benny jumps into the water and starts getting poisoned by the mucus cloud. Um, how many feet can she get towards the uh, body that's swimming before before damage starts happening? So if you're swimming towards it, you're going to now attract the uh, attention of the aberration. Yeah, but she sees that person in there. She wants to try and see if they are alive, number one. She wants to see if this is consensual, number two. And she wants to rescue them if it is not consensual. 
as you approach the body, the human swimming, mm-hmm. uh, the human will start to swim towards closer and closer to the abolith. The human is now next to it. So they're side by side. If you want to go touch it, I'm going to make your roll to. Benny is going to roll uh, for insight, I suppose, or perception. Uh, you can choose. Yeah, insight to see, like, is this actually a person? Are they uh, doing this willingly? Like, just hugging this Aboleth? Sure. Like, she cool, wants. That works. Yeah, insight. 21. You don't believe that the human is doing this by their own volition. They are alive and breathing underwater, however. Okay, so Benny will swim uh, swim right up next to the human and whatever is hugging the human. I assume a tentacle? Seeing yes. Benny approach this creature and not knowing what the intentions are, I think Tara casts uh, telekinesis on this abolith. Okay. Um, it needs to make a strength saving throw. I apologize. It needs to make a strength contested roll against my spell casting. Okay. I will do that. Uh, 16 plus 5, 21. 17 plus 9. Oh, I couldn't have, <laughs> I couldn't have beat that. So. Had I gotten a 20, it would have been 25. Okay. <laughs> um, since this is a huge or smaller creature, I'm going to grab it and lift it 30 feet directly up out of the water, and I'm going to start trying to bring it towards us onto dry land. Okay. I just want to get it away from Benny. Cool. It's not going to let go of its human companion when you do that. Ooh. Since they're hugging. So they're both going to go up into the air. Benny's just going to go, and like watch as it's moving, and be like, what the fuck? As soon as you see the human start going into the air, you can see it start to gasp for breath. So you are currently suffocating this human, but you can keep bringing it above water if you want. Also, now it's time to roll initiative. Oh, Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all. Fanny Oakley here. And I'm super excited to welcome our two newest Patreon members, David and Devin. I hope y'all enjoy the extra content, and we all thank you for your support. If you'd like to know more about what we offer, go to www.patreon.com backslash roll gay roleplay. Bye for now, y'all. Bored of D&D? Want to try something else? Why not check out Control Group? We test systems so you don't have to. Using our patented mini campaigns along with one shots, we test how far you can stretch systems with our unique ideas and broad storytelling. Our mission statement is to give a voice to those not often heard in the TTRPG community. So whether it be a system you've never heard of, or our testers being people of color, people on the LBGTQIA spectrum, we want to make sure our stories are broad, vast, and told from different perspectives. So whether you want classic role-playing or just big goofs, come listen to us, try out systems, some of which we've even made ourselves. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, or head over to controlgrouppod.com. That's CTRL, just like the key on your keyboard. There you can find the systems we test, along with easily accessible PDFs. So check us out if you're into Monster of the Week, Passion Dallas, Passionis, oh, Saw of Fire and Ice, Blazers and Feelings, Gunsight, Void Worlds, Wizards and Wands, Stranded, Interstitial, The Last Shonen, and so much more! Benny got an 11. Oh, Nat one on initiative. Uh, I got 11. Even with your plus whatever? 
Yeah, because I got a fucking two. <laughs> um, I rolled a 23. Just big mad. Does it not have a plus? I guess not. Okay, so it rolled a 16, so it's going to go. So, Eve, you're up first, then. You have an abolith and a human hugging in the air. How far in the air are they? How fast can you bring them towards you, Tara? Uh, it is 30 feet per round. So I'll give you the first round of it. So you brought it 30 feet closer. So we'll say you're oh, 50 feet away. Let's make this a close fight. Let's have fun. Okay. I wasn't ready to, for this. I just, this is very sudden. <laughs> you just told it you were going to destroy it. I said if it didn't offer us another thing. Well, now you're suffocating its friend. Well, now his friend has to die. You know what? I don't care. Wait, I don't think we should kill the person. That's the first mate. All life is futile. Ugh. I am going to cast Witch Bolt. Okay. I do not have very many attack spells. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at level 4. Okay. Does 13 plus 8, 21. Uh, yes, that hits. All right. Ooh, ooh. I hit it for 33 damage. So I toss out a... Um, a little lightning bolt from my... I, oh, you know what? That's what I do. I rub the static electricity out of my hair, and that's the witch bolt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that I, I slay him with my witch bolt. Uh, I've moved... Um, I would say that I'm now, like, within 20 feet of the abolith. Uh, in water or on land? On land. Okay. And then I... Yeah. I want to use two sorcery points and I want to cast Bane on the Abolith and the first mate. Okay. So they need to make a charisma saving throw. Is one of those a cantrip? No, I'm using my I'm using two sorcery points to do quick Oh fuck, it is a concentration spell. Um, so my sorcery points allow me to do another spell as a as a bonus action. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, never mind. I'm just going to keep this witch bolt on him, and I'm going to mind my own business. So I stand and I say, you've been warned, Abby Poo. Okay. Then it's the Abelis turn. It still can move while it's in the air, right? Uh... Or do you have control over it? I think it can still do its own thing. Okay, so... I can just, like, move it on my turn. What it's going to do is first drop its human back into the water. So that way it gets right back in. So he's swimming again. Breathing again, thankfully. And then, let's see, we're in the air. I'm 20 feet from Eve, 30 feet from Benny, 50 feet from everyone else. Oh, until the end of your next turn, the creature is restrained in your telekinetic grip. Oh, so it can't do... Okay. I think it could, like, release the person it's holding, but it, it can't, like, make an attack. I don't know. So, restrained. Speed becomes zero, so it can't move. Attacks against the creature have advantage. The creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Oh, okay. But I can... So I can... Yeah, I can drop the human, and then I am going to cast a spell on Eve. On Eve or Benny? Oh, it might be fun to have everybody in the water on my side. Eve. On Eve. Great. All right, Eve, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Wisdom is not my highest stat. 
That's 11 plus 1 plus 4. 16. Yeah, you got it. You barely, you oh, barely. Yes! Yes! Also, just so everyone pictures this correctly, Tara's like full Jean Grey. She's like legs spread apart, hands on her temples, <laughs> <laughs> hair billowing behind her. And Jet's distressed because she's not getting hugged. We have about 30 seconds before uh, Tara faints. Yeah, right. <laughs> Scott, help me. Unfortunately, that's my guy's turn. Being in the yes. air is really tough. It's a land and sea creature, and the air's fucking me right now. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that makes it Jet's turn. Is it Jet or is oh. it Benny's? Benny goes first. My bad. Okay. Benny just swims to the surface. Um, okay. With the new edition of... Are we are we including the, the Tasha's book in our game? Sure. Okay. Um, so with the addition of uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, uh, starry forms are now a bonus action. So. Oh, shit. Benny's going to use a bonus action to do a starry form of sexuality. Constellation of Beyonce appears upon you. You gain a bonus action that you can use to make a ranged spell attack. Hurling a luminous arrow that targets a creature you can see within 60 feet of you. Uh, we can go into that when I actually do it. So, But I have already done a bonus action by casting Starry Form, so I can't do another bonus action this turn. But uh, Constellation of Beyonce does appear upon me. Okay. And uh, so she swam to the surface, and she's going to crossbow uh, this tentacle... And her aim is the tentacle that's holding the human. It already dropped the human. He dropped the human. Human's in the water. Oh, the human is in the water? Yep. Benny is just going to beat up this giant abolith anyway because it was holding this human. Okay. And she crossbows it. And she has advantage. She gets a 15 for the first roll. And a 19 for the second roll. Uh, the second one does hit. So because she had advantage and it's 1d8 plus 4. And it does 8 damage. Okay. Okay. And sneak attack on that. 46. Wow. So, and that is 10 more damage. And then she is going to crossbow one more time. Okay. And she gets 21. Yep. To hit. And it does... 11 damage. Okay. And that's been turn. Very good, Jet. You're up. All right. So human is released. The abolith is looking vaguely injured. Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. Jet's going to be like, no, we were supposed to like hug. Can't you tell we're connecting? Uh, and she's going to start uh, swimming out. God damn it, Jen. Not a great swimmer, because she's made out of rock. She's going to start walking on the shoreline. Just kind of sinking. <laughs> Would I be able to get close enough to the person? Yeah, if you want to be. Go ahead. Okay, so Jet's going to swim out to the person, and I have the ability to, like, grapple people, things that I have as, like, a fighter. So I'm going to try to, like, bring them back to shore. Okay. But I'm still, like, jealous and drunk. <laughs> 
All right, so it, make your grapple. Do I make like a strength saving throw? I would assume so. And I think okay. I have, if, yeah, if the person's trying to get away. They would be. I got a 16 plus zero. Oh, um, I got advantage, but I'm pretty sure I got a 26. Okay. Wait, you're pretty sure you got a 26? I was just double checking to see if I got higher than anything, but I rolled again with advantage and I got like a three instead. Huh. So, yeah. Yeah, Jet's going to drag this person back to shore. Okay. Remember, the person can't breathe, not in the water. Not in the water? As soon as yep. you bring his head above water, he starts gasping for water. Yeah, Jet's also drunk, so we don't know what... Jet's like, come on, <laughs> breathe! Come on! Jet's giving CPR, but it's the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, God. By God, mouth-to-mouth -mouth on a sea creature absolutely won't work. <laughs> well, that's what she's doing, so... Okay. So that you have him grappled and you're bringing him to shore, but that's probably enough movement. Yep. Anything else you can do then? No, everything else is really just fighting stuff. Well, you've got a grappled human then. There we go. Tara. Um, how high is the water? It's high. How deep is the water that the abolith is floating above right now? Is it like still ocean? It's like the middle of a lagoon. So deep enough that you're not going to be able to stand in it. Are we anywhere near like solid ground? Like, if I brought the Ablith close, would I be able to get it above solid ground? Sure. Yeah, you can bring it to, like, the shore with you. Absolutely. How far is that? Uh, I think we said it was about 25 feet. Okay, so I'll bring it 25 to me and then put it another 5 feet higher up in the air. Okay. Oh, uh, I need another to make a check for that. Air. Sorry, we need to redo the contested. Cool, let's do that. Uh, what type of save at the strength? Oh, yeah. 9 plus 9 is 18. 17. Hey, okay, so we're doing that. Bring it closer cool. so it's kind of a job above dry land and then a little bit higher. Okay. Now it's above dry land and a little bit higher. Anything else you can do? Uh, I'm gonna. How good are you at landing on your feet? Are you asking the Apollos? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got nothing else. Okay. I don't feel like it's gonna answer you. You're in a fight. That's pretty. <laughs> All right, then it is the human's turn. It's being dragged by Jet, so at this point it's grappled. All it can do is speed becomes zero, incapacitated. Yeah, incapacitated. Cool. All right, then I'm just going to try and get the fuck out of it. Gotcha. Strength saving throw. I got a nat 20. Oh, <laughs> I do advantage because I'm still drunk, but no, I got like a 17. Okay. He's slimy. He's slimy and slippery. He slips away. But like in a sexy way. In like a sexy way. Uh, <laughs> makes that same noise. Cool. That's all it can do. My human is is done. All right. Back at the top of the order. Eve, you have an abolith high above you and very close to you now on the shore. Not too high above you. High above and very close. So about 30 feet above me. How high did you lift it up, Tara? Um, I'm going to say at this point, because I, I brought it towards us and then lifted it out of the water. So like maybe 15 feet in the air now. Cool. 15 it is. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I am going to do... If I use Misty Step, can I teleport up? I think you can teleport anywhere you can Ooh. see. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, it doesn't cost... Okay. So it doesn't cost anything. I'm going to Misty Step 
as my bonus action, so I'm using two sorcery points. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, because if I do anything else, it's going to break my Witch Bolt. Never mind, freak it. I'm just going to use Witch Bolt again. So it needs to make another uh, save. Wisdom? Charisma. I forget. Oh, it doesn't make a save. It just takes the damage. There's no save I make at the end of it? No. On a hit, the target takes... Blah, blah, blah. You can use the, your action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to your target again. Automatically. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to use my I'm just gonna use my action, yeah. Ooh, 31 points of damage. Jesus. So I start scratching my hair again. <laughs> and I say, huzzah! And I shock the apolith. 35 points of damage from 1d12? No, it's 40. It's, I cast that level 4. It's 4d12. Oh my god, that's insane. <laughs> wow. So I did 33 the first time and then 31 the second time. Jesus Christ. And then... Oh, man. This was supposed to be a fight, guys. You didn't think we'd grabble both your creatures. Well, grabble. You didn't think that Eve was a bitch. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, no, fuck. I'm going to end my turn right there. So I say, Abilith, you can stop all this now if you just surrender the ship. Yeah, it's not going to answer you anymore. It wants a fight. How's that? Oh, can I move? If you want to. I just want to move 15 feet towards Terra. Wow. Okay. So you and Tara can be side by side, then, a, I would think. Oh, are we or side close, by side? Okay, yeah. I don't want to move that. I was, I don't want to be that close to her. I just want to be in the direction. Yeah, social distancing. Okay, you got you got a good six feet in between you. How's that? Uh, <laughs> Tara right. illusions and mask. So when you made that, you were fifteen feet away when you made that attack, didn't you? Yes. Okay. Then, all right. So I've got almost everybody with me. Mm-hmm. All right. I need Jet to make me a wisdom saving throw. Yikes. Uh, Jet, you add plus four to your wisdom saving throw because you're in my aura. Okay. But do I have knots on decks? Okay, so I have seven. With my plus four? Yep. Jet, you are currently enslaved. Great. Fantastic. You are under my control, cannot take reactions. You and I can communicate telepathically, and I will tell you what you need to do. Okay. Um, and I will just let you know that that Aboleth has uh, untapped. Just, uh... Yeah? Just, yeah, just thinking horny thoughts at that Aboleth. We know, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. We heard you. <laughs> does the Aboleth know? <laughs> now it does. Now that you're telepathically connected. Yikes. <laughs> And even it's weirded out. <laughs> yeah, right. You want me to do what? It starts to like wipe slime off of itself. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. oh, I don't think I can do anything else right now. I can't right now, but I can soon. All right. It's going to end its turn, but I get to make a saving throw against your thing. Right, Tara? Nope. That's on my turn. Yeah, I get nothing. Okay, cool. Well, then I guess it's just. That's it. Benny's turn. You got a human in the water, a jet, and an aboleth in the air. Can she swim underneath where the aboleth is hovering? No, because Tara brought it above land. You can walk underneath it. Is it on land? Yeah, Tara brought yeah, it's it floating above 15 land. Feet. I'm sorry, I was I was misunderstanding. I thought that it was hovering above the water, but it's not. It's on the it it was dragged yes. onto the land. Okay. It's floating above dry land. All right. Yeah, and distance-wise, you would be able to get to them, to the Aboleth. You can get, like, within 
15 feet of jet and the human, though. Yeah, but that's not far enough to do anything. She's just going to get within... Um, she's going to move 15 feet towards uh, the Aboleth and okay. crossbow it. To do it. And she's also going to say... Why would you do this to this poor human? Uh, they obviously can't breathe out of water now. What's wrong with you? They're, they they live out of the water. Their family's out of the water. And now they they're stuck with a life in the water. And she um to hit is a 14. That does not hit. Yeah. See, it, I'm so upset about this poor human that I completely whiffed and I don't do that. Uh so I'm going to try one more time. And maybe you'll learn your lesson this time. And she gets a 23 to hit. That does hit. Yeah. Okay. And it is 12 damage plus 12 piercing damage plus 15 sneak attack damage. So 27 damage. Okay. (laughs) Yikes. But like, can you reverse whatever you did to this person? It'll say no. And then jet. Uh, the Abolith is going to take uh, one of its legendary actions. Okay. Two, one. So Jet take nine psychic damage. Wait, I thought Jet was his friend. Yeah. I got too horny. <laughs> and when Jet takes the damage, you see the Abolith, one of its one of the cuts on its face heals. Oh shit. It's okay. She's like into that. Oh god. <laughs> I think y'all are going home without Jet. She's like, I don't want to leave. At least not with the jet we knew. <laughs> Is that your turn then, Benny? Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. I did uh, I did the starry form just so I can be able to do this. That is... All right. Um, I have a bonus action. I can make a ranged spell attack. I hurl a luminous arrow... That targets a creature I can see within 60 feet of me on a hit, the attack deals radiant damage. Okay. So my spell attack, I assume charisma. Uh, I got a nat 20 to hit. So okay. I think it's a critical. Oh, no. Um, I do 1d8 plus my wisdom modifier. And my wisdom modifier is 2. So it does nine damage. Uh, well, no, sorry. Uh, 16 damage. Okay. Is that it then? Yeah, that's Benny's turn. Okay, Jet. I'm going to need you to swim up to Betty and make an attack on her. Okay. Oh, God. Attack. With your new longsword. With my new longsword. Just try not to be so horny about it. (laughs) She does have sexuality (laughs) stars going on. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, she man. does. Jet is, just doesn't know what to do now. Because <laughs> didn't I say last time I did this that the canon was you want to be penetrated by Benny? Yes, that is correct. Oh, no. Jet's a bottom. So... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jet is having the best time. Jet's having a really hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's going to get right up and close to Benny. So that's within five feet just because I have to do that for all of my weapons. And yeah, if Tentacle Monster says longsword, longsword. Yay. So that is a 25 to hit. Yes. 
That does. Okay. And I am just giving me two seconds looking up the difference between like the one D eight versus the one D ten for the flame tongue longsword. It's two handed versus one handed. Okay, I'm assuming Jet knows her way around weapons. Let's just do this two handed. Sorry. Nine plus three, twelve. Plus the two d six fire damage. Okay. Is it flaming? Oh, I guess you didn't say no. You have to ma- say the magic word for it to be flaming. So no, it is not. Okay. Okay. No, no. Unless I'm assuming Jet's at a point where unless the monster tells her all these fun features. Plus, I yes. don't also think I've attuned it yet, so I don't think it can flame. Oh, that's true. And that's also why your bracers won't work, because they do require attunement as well. Mm-hmm. I was really ready for you to deal, like, so many dice damage to uh-huh. How much is the damage? Uh, 12 damage, then I have to hit again. All right. So she's going to uncanny dodge that damage. So it's only six damage. Okay. And as it's coming down, she goes, oh, my God, Jet, what's happening? Uh, I can be your dog if you want. What, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> be your dog if you want. <laughs> Top to bottom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jet's not going to say anything. She's just going to kind of go. Rah! Uh, and that's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> then that's 13 damage. Yeah, got it. Gotcha. Jet, cool your jets. Then <laughs> oh. he goes, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll be, I'll do it. I'll do it. Are you going to turn into a dog? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. You're going to make You're Jet gonna... remember what her dog looks like only to have her kill it. Like, oh, my God. I'm about to be Jet's dog because why the fuck? Benny wouldn't know why Jet is attacking her. No. <laughs> oh, would they know? I mean, you guys might be able to think that something's going on. Like, you guys do know what Charmed would be. Like, you've seen it before. I can't imagine in all your travels you've never seen anybody Charmed before, especially since some of you can make people Charmed, right? Yeah. Like... Okay. All right. So, Benny, Benny would possibly... I, I, Benny doesn't have Charmed. She's watched Eve a lot. Does Eve have Charm? Eve is immune to Charm. Eve is That's immune. Not the so, I mean, I feel like... I feel like I, I don't see. I mean, Benny's done a lot of stuff in her past. I, I maybe, yeah, she she'd know what Charmed is. She would yeah, recognize I'd say you can that. See a dead look in her eyes, like you can tell, Jet's not all there, and it's not just the glazed over alcohol look either. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's definitely that too, though. We also Benny know this thing is like some that. level of psychic because it's clearly been talking. Right. Right. Totally. All right, cool. Benny recognizes that, so she probably will not be a dog. (laughs) Okay, does that end your turn, Jet? Yeah, two attacks. Does Jet have, like, an action surge? I do. Oh, you do have an action surge, don't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God. (laughs) Hit her again. (laughs) Yep, keep going. All (sighs) right, I'm going to take my action surge. There we go. Cool. This is fun. Um, I also totally forgot that I have Indomitable, so I could have re-rolled that losing saving throw, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So that is, oh, just a 13 to hit. That misses. Oh, can you re-roll oh. any failed saves or throws? Do you have Lucky? <laughs> I have Indomitable. You can re-roll a saving throw that you fail. No. Damn. No, I don't have that. Never mind. 
Yeah, that's it. It just misses. All right. So, Tara, you're up. Let's do another contest. Strength versus spells. Let's do it. 17 plus 9. Natural one. Hey, going up. 30 feet up in the air. Oh, man. 30? Okay. Yep. You are now 45 feet up in the air. Oh, I don't like it. Whenever the Aboleth goes 45 feet up in the air, you see the electrics, the electricity from Eve's hair, like, just go out. Oh, shit. Is that too high? Yeah, but it's okay. Like, you wouldn't know that. That's true. Okay. Uh, anything else you could do, Tara? Uh, nope. I just think this okay. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's just like holding it like, can you guys do something, please? <laughs> it is our human first mate's turn, and he is going to join the fun of beating up on Benny because he can't get out of the water. <laughs> no. Poor Benny. Let me let me please reread this evasion. Oh, I can only do one reaction per turn. Yeah. Yeah. Wasted on a jet's weak hit. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what it's going to do um, how is this target being, or how is the Aboleth being held again? It is restrained. It's a spell that you're doing, right? Yeah. What level spell? It is a fifth level spell, and it is concentration, up to ten minutes. So my first mate is quite a fun warlock. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm going to cast Dispel Magic at fifth level. Oh, shit. I was like, what's the range on that? Damn. Yeah, 120. <laughs> yeah. When you cast this spell using a spell slot of fourth level or higher, you automatically end the effect of the spell on the target if the spell's level is equal to or higher the level of the spell slot you use. So yours is level five, mine is level five. You're dropping that abolith to the ground. Okay. Coming down 45 feet. Yikes, that's falling damage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to fight me on it. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Okay. Falling damage is what? Per 10 feet, D6? Yeah, I think it's 1D6 per 10. Okay, 1D6 per 10 feet. So 4D6, 4, 2, 6. Yeah. So it's 12. And another 6. Okay, these dice are really good. (laughs) I really like my new dice. (laughs) Just splat right on the... Yeah. And then... Eve, you're up. Fuck. Okay, Tasha's Mind Whip. And this says, you psychically lash out at one, of the, uh, one creature you can see within range. The target must make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 3d6 psychic damage and it, can take, and it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn. Moreover, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. It gets only one of the three. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and suffers none of the spell's other effects. So, you need to roll an intelligent save. Okay. How far away are you from the creature? Uh, I am, what, 30 feet? Okay. 45 feet? That seems kind of far. We'll say 30. Yeah, I imagine it would be pretty close to us, because, like, my range on telekinesis is 60 feet, so... And my range on this Tasha's Mind Whip is 90 feet. Oh, so are you moving away before you? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk away and be like, nah, kid, we good. <laughs> okay. I heard about you and your kind. Ooh. Uh, intelligence saving throw? Yes. I got a plus eight to intelligence saving throw, so we'll, well see Well, just roll less than an eight, okay? Oh, come on. 
I got an eight. So eight plus eight, 16. Doesn't that go to the aggressor? The tie goes to the roller. Oh, now we're changing things. Okay, great. Oh, uh, if it's an attack roll, the tie goes to the attacker. If it's a, if it's a saving throw, the tie goes to the defender. Thank you, Brandon. So then I'm going to accept that tie as in my favor. You a bitch. All right. So uh-huh. um, that's going to be half of 11. So you can take what, five or six? Round in your favor. So six. Stabilis turn. It's just, do I go in the water with Benny or do I go after Tara? Mm. I didn't hurt the thing. That was his friend. You've been <laughs> holding it the whole time. Yeah, but he's been asking for a hug. It's true. That's true. Just like a mind hug. Yeah, we're going to go for Terra. I think that's going to be more fun. So it's going to tentacle up to you on land. Gross. And get about 10 feet from you. And it's going to make its first tentacle attack on you. So that's uh, 3 plus 9, 11 to hit. Probably doesn't do it. That does not hit. Okay, then it's going to try and attack with its other tentacle. Gross. And that is a 16 plus 9, 25 to hit. Yeah, that does hit. Although, All right. beginning at 10th level, uh, an illusion wizard gets to create an illusory duplicate of yourself in an instant as a reaction to danger. When a creature makes an attack roll against you, you can use a reaction to interpose an illusory duplicate between you two, causing the attack to automatically miss. Okay. So, oh. you hit an illusion. Cool. Then I'm going to make an attack with my third tentacle. Nah, <laughs> shit. I can only do that once. <laughs> And that's an 18 plus 9, so that Fuck. does hit. I mentioned Fuck. Tara was like, ha, stupid, you missed. And then you just hit me with another tentacle. Uh, <laughs> cups. All right, so the first thing we're going to do is get your damage. So that's 2d6 plus 5. That's a 5. That's a 4. Ooh. 9. So 14 bludgeoning damage. Yikes. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Uh, nope, I'm not proficient in that. 14. Tie goes to the say Yeah, so you're good. <gasps> yeah. It's a 14, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got some damage, and I'm happy with that. And that is the Abelis' turn. That makes it Benny's turn. You have Jet and the human on you now. All right. Let's see. Benny is going to entangle, um, cast entangle. How 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 close are both of them? Like, can I entangle, can I get all, all of Jet and the monster into a 90-foot or a 20-foot square area. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's just going to cast Entangle and grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range, which is going to be in between both of those. Uh, For the duration, these plants turn the ground area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area, when you cast a spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained. Okay. All right, so Jet and I need to make a a strength saving throw. Is that what you said? Yes. All right, Jet, you and me, let's do it. All right, I'm rolling with advantage. Why, Katie? Why? Because I'm (laughs) drunk. (laughs) She's got advantage on strength, Uh yeah. Disadvantage on dex. Uh, so I got a 22. Yeah, you fucking... I got a 14. All right, strength saving throw is 14. If you get 14, does that mean you save? I think it does. I think we yeah, agreed Yeah, so the save tied it, yeah. so yes. So we're both good then. Yeah. Um, and then, so Benny cries some tears and says, 
Jet, remember, we have to, we have to uh, talk to your brother and, and save the world. Um, but we need this boat. And, and, and I'd like to stay alive for it. Yeah, Jet's just going to yell back. Nothing, she's just yelling. Like tennis grinds. The Avalith is going to take one of its legendary actions to tail swipe Terra. That's fair. I either roll threes or 18, so I got an 11, so never mind. It didn't hit you. All right. Cool. Now it is Jet's turn. All right. If you could repeat and just beat the shit out of Benny, please. Okay. All right, Benny. Why did you say please? Because I'm polite. Okay. Obviously, please beat the shit. (laughs) All right. Gonna pull out that long tongue, long sword again. All right. That's a 19 to hit. Uh, That misses. And that's a 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. Oof. Uh, that's six slashing damage. Six? Okay, I'll take it. Mm, give it to me, Jet. <laughs> so horny, Jet. So horny, so, so horny. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm fighting the urge to <laughs> not be penetrated by Benny. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so is that all you can do, Jet? Yep. That's all I can do. Hit. Cool. Then I'm going to once again try and make a tail attack on Terra. Okay. I'm not a big fan of those. I'm a big fan of this thing. Was I skipped? No, uh, the Ableth gets to take a legendary action after anybody else's turn. Wow. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, but it only take it has three actions, so I only get to do it three times. So this is my second attempt, and this time I got a 15 against your AC. That'll do it. Yes! Okay. Um, you see... Um, Eve looks over at Tara and says, Nah, sis! And I give... Tara shield. Ooh. Okay. So I think that adds five. Tara right? An extra five AC. That's enough. I'm at fourteen, so plus five is nineteen. Okay, then I did not hit again. Mary Chrysler. <laughs> Tara, it's your turn. Hooray! You got a monster in your face. Uh, would it get an opportunity attack if I moved away? Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to throw a, a rocket jet and I'm going to look at, at Benny and I'm going to say, a charm spell could be gotten out of with light damage. And I like throw a, a small rock because Tara is very familiar with the spell. Very nice. So I'm like doing uh, an improvised weapon attack, which I, I think is just one damage. But how far away are you from? That's a good question. How far is Jet? Yeah, how good's uh, your arm? <laughs> Not great. I mean, I think you're looking at like a 40 foot difference. Okay, I'm going to cast Catapult. Here we go. <laughs> and shoot this fucking rock at Jet's head. Okay. So that's going to be a... It's a deck save from Jet. Well. For 17. And you have disadvantage on decks. Yep. That's a seven. Oh, fuck. This does a lot of damage. Bonk. Um, it's 3d8, and I apologize. Oh, fuck. Uh, 8 plus 8 plus 5. Yikes. 16, 19, 21. All right. <laughs> and by light damage, I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> just slap her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you did just take damage, Jet, you can make a saving throw against being charmed. So it's a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Yeah, that was a nat one. Um, I'm going to use my Indomitable 
that's a special feat that I have. I can re-roll a saving throw that I fail, but I have to use that new roll. It's got to be better than a nat one, though. True. Yikes. Jet's thinking of her dog. She remembers Benny's voice echoing as if from far away. I could be your dog. (laughs) I could be your dog, baby. It's a 16. (laughs) Cast away your fears. Sorry, what did you get, Jet? A 16. You are no longer charmed. Hooray. Hooray. You're terrible. I'm so sorry. Ow. What the fuck was that? (laughs) And the abolith is no longer getting just a stream of consciousness of weird tentacle shit. Yeah, far less horny thoughts going through its head now. Yep. Uh, Is that your turn, though, Tara? Yeah. Okay, speaking of horny thoughts, it's our human's turn this time. And it's going to... It's just having fun with Benny, so I think we're going to keep going. Man. I'm going to do... Oh, my gosh, I have hold person. That'll be fun. Oh, Oh my God, in the water? (laughs) Uh, Can I hold her underwater? That seems really evil. I am in the water. Um, but I'm at the the cusp of the water, so you could hold me and probably drown me, to be fair. I think what we're going to do is a uh, vampiric touch on Benny. Okay. Ooh. Make your melee spell attack against the creature within your... Ooh, maybe. Yeah, all right, we'll try it. It's my last fifth level spell. I'm going to pull out all the stops. Screw it. Oh, 20 to hit? Uh, it's a match. That goes to the so attacker. tie goes to the aggressor. All right, let's see how bad this is going to be. That is 5d6. <laughs> Candy dodge. <laughs> Basically, it goes to the roller, right? Does Whoever's it? rolling it, or the tie goes? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so 4, 6, that's 10, plus another 5, 15, plus another 3, 18. What the fuck? And then one more, a 6, 24, so 12 damage if you're doing half. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm glad that I didn't save against Jet's six damage. Okay, so I take 12 damage. 12 damage, yes. Ow, dude. Uh, yeah. I, I was just, I was just like trying to save you from that tentacle thing, but that's cool. You do want me to be your dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is my human's turn. It is at the top of the order. Eve, you are up. Cool, okay. So I look at the abolith and I say, it's time for you to go. How far away am I from the abolith? Well, I mean, how far do you want to be? You said you kept backing up, so probably 45 feet, somewhere between 20 and 45. Okay, I'll say 20 feet. Cool. So then I am going to finally do it. I'm going to run up to this abolith and attack it with my, um, whatchamacallit, with a, if I were a blade. Does a 22 hit? It does. Okay, so I'm using my Divine Smite. Yeah, Smite it says. Yeah, I'm going to smite this bad guy (laughs) with the power of Yonce. And I act like I've never done Divine Smite before. So that's 48. Because the abolith is no longer, like, restrained or anything, right? It is not, no. Okay, so 48. Ooh, shit. Uh, that is going to be 29 damage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and tell me how you kill this thing. 
Okay, great. Um, so I uh, say it is time for you to go, 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 now, 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 because I'm done, done, done with you, you, you. <laughs> and as I say that, I am, <laughs> um, I pull out my sword and say, Yonsei be with you. And I, I just start stabbing it in the eye with, um, <laughs> with golden pink energy. Um, I just come down on it like fucking hog wild and I'm just slashing away at it. And it's probably dead at this point. I'm just still going to town, making sure that it's extra dead. Yeah, as your blade goes in and out, there's just like this mucusy stuff that's splashing on Terra now. Oh. I mean, on Eve too, but I think Terra cares more. Yeah, Terra's to the party. like prestidigitation, cleaning herself every time and just getting splattered and cleaning it and splattered and cleaning it. <laughs> <laughs> Like slowly walking away and casting spells. Yes. <laughs> Eve, I'm sick of your shit. So when that happens, the human will be able to breathe air again and come up from the water just... <gasps> and he's just trying to catch his breath now at this point. He's grabbing on to whoever's near him to keep him above water. I guess that would be Benny, yeah? Yeah, so now he's... Big old human is trying to hang on to Benny, just hold himself up. Benny is very upset. <laughs> Because she's bleeding everywhere. <laughs> and uh, she sees what is happening with Eve. And Benny is going through a very like tumultuous, tumultuous time in her own mind. And she's just walking with this dude hugging onto her. And she just keeps going as best she can, climbing up the sand or whatever um, that is to, okay. the, to wherever uh, Eve is. And she walks up and tries to hug Eve as Eve is slamming uh, a blade into this monster's eyeball. <laughs> Just bleeding everywhere, by the way. Bleeding everywhere, by, by the way. She's very hurt. I notice the hug and I turn around and I see her. And so I push her off me. And as, I, as she receives the touch... I'm going to cast Cure Wounds, and that is going to heal her for 12 damage. Thank you. (laughs) And then I'm not even, like, stabbing the Abel anymore. I'm just, like, slapping it with my sword. And and Benny says, Eve, Eve, I've had it all wrong this whole time. I I don't know what's going on, but Yonsei is the one true god, and we need to honor her. Well... And as I say this, I'm like wiping slime off my sword. I knew that. And I do not understand why you did not know that. And for you to have even questioned it makes me question you. But that's okay. We will deal with this later, I guess. We have much to discuss. Do not think that I was not aware of the new talents you have acquired over the past few months. Yeah, I'm... I... I was lost. I put my faith in someone, and I'm not even sure what to think anymore. Um, but it took me to the brink of death, as as you can obviously see, and then some strange guy hugging me. But this is this is where I'm at, and I'm putting myself at at your mercy with my very very few hit points. Well, I hate to say I told you so, but well. 
I told you so. Anami could not be trusted, and we will handle this as we normally do. She will be dealt with. Sh- uh, she will be dealt with shortly, and then we will deal with you. Your judgment will happen in the face of Yonsei after Anamik is destroyed. Yonsei, be with you. If I were you, I'd probably refrain from saying those words. Should. Wow. Yeah, even Jet's gonna wince. Like, (laughs) he saw a piece of rock fly off of her head when she was hit (laughs) with a catapult. She was hit so hard. So hard. (laughs) And this is worse. Because we said a light hit. (laughs) Yeah. It worked. So we will get you guys on the ship and talking to first mate who doesn't have a name yet. I'll come up with that next time. But we will get you guys on the ship. Congratulations on defeating the monster. Uh, surprisingly, Benny, I don't know you did any damage. I, but I think she did some. I it was a surprising <laughs> round for Benny. Yeah. Usually Benny just breathes with a focus and that monster dies. Also, Benny's <laughs> AC is like godlike, but she got hit a hundred times. Yeah, she got These dice are amazing. These are my slime-colored dice, and I chose that because this is a slimy creature. She's also, she's also wearing an amulet that, at this point, anyone can take from her because she doesn't feel like she deserves it. So, And it's an amulet Ooh. of AC plus two. So. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jet. <laughs> Just like, I can hit her again. <laughs> Just hit her one more time. Thanks for joining us on Roll Here Roleplay. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on TikTok at Chris Drinks Lemonade. Aww. And I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one, Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie, and you can find my rabbits at steady underscore chicken on Instagram. What? You changed your name. I know. Steady. It's a ship name. <laughs> Wait, you shipped your rabbits? Yeah, I have a ship name for my rabbits. That should be illegal. Go to horny jail. <laughs> Go to horny jail. They are, like, legitimately bonded. Like <laughs> This is supposed to be an outro. You. Someone say your name. <laughs> Let's go. Furry. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Jonathan. Um, you can find me on um, Instagram at Eugene underscore J90 and TikTok uh, as St. Eve of Laurent. The end. I thought it was Chartreuse the Truth. I changed it. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Bye.